0: But how are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what is what he has heard from us. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. Okay. Ahora
1: bien, ¿cómo invocarán aquel en quien no han creído? We'll in to
0: to yeah.
1: Yeah. En el que no han creído. ¿Y cómo creerán en aquel de quien no han oído? ¿Y cómo oirán si no hay quien les predique ¿y quién predicará sin ser enviado? Ya así está escrito. Qué hermoso es recibir el mensaje. Qué her, qué hermoso es recibir al mensajero que trae buenas nuevas. Sin embargo, no todos los israelitas aceptaron las buenas nuevas. Isaías dice, "Señor, ¿quién ha creído a nuestro mensaje?" Así que la fe viene como resultado De oír el mensaje, y el mensaje que se oye es la palabra de Cristo.
0: But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed they have, for their voice has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? First Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation, with a foolish nation, I will make you angry. Then Isaiah is so bold as to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have found, I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. But of Israel, he says, all day long, I have held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. Pero
1: pregunto, ¿acaso no oyeron? Claro que sí. Por toda la tierra se difundió su voz, sus palabras llegaron hasta los confines del mundo. Pero insisto, ¿acaso no entendió Israel? En primer lugar, Moisés dice, Yo haré que ustedes sientan envidia de los que no son nación. Voy a irritar con una nación insensata. Luego Isaías se atreve a decir, Dejé que me hallaran los que no me buscaban. Me di a conocer a los que no preguntaban por mí. En cambio, respecto de Israel, dice, Todo el día extendí mis manos hacia un pueblo desobediente y rebelde. Pray with me, please. Oren conmigo, por favor.
2: Lord Jesus, I pray that you will send your Holy Spirit to us today here.
1: Señor, pido que Santo nosotros
2: Lord, I pray that you would give us understanding by your sovereign grace, Lord.
1: Pido que nos des conocimiento.
2: Lord, I, I pray that we would not make... The same error Israel made by, by rejecting the gospel.
1: Y pido que no hagamos el mismo error que Israel hizo cuando te negó. Lord, I also pray, Lord, that you would help us see, Lord, our missionary calling in pido, all of life. Y pido que nos muestres nuestra misión de llevar el evangelio a todos los confines del mundo, del mundo toda nuestra vida. Lord, teach us, shape us, and mold us today, Lord. Enseñanos y cambia nuestros corazones esta mañana. In Jesus' name we pray. En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. Amen. Can you have a seat? ¿Se pueden sentar? Welcome to Redemption West Mesa. My name is Chris Amaro. i one of the pastors here. Bienvenidos a Redemption West Mesa. Su nombre es Chris Amaro. Es uno de los pastores aquí.
2: And I'm upset with everyone that's at the lake and they didn't invite me. What's going on here? <laughs> y está un poco
1: molesto con la gente que se fue al lago y no lo invitaron a él.
2: One thing you'll notice today that everyone who has kids is not here today. So everyone's out. It's pretty crazy. Sí. I've never seen the, this little bit of kids here.
1: Si sí, te fijas, todas las personas que tienen niños no están aquí esta mañana. Y se me hace raro porque casi siempre hay niños aquí.
2: But anyway, here's a quick recap of of what's going on so we can understand today's scripture.
1: Okay, vamos a ver un poco de lo que vimos la semana pasada.
2: And... Paul, in chapters 9 through 11, is explaining the problem of Israel.
1: Aquí Pablo, en cap- uh, capítulos 9 al 11, está explicando el problema con Israel.
2: Right, Israel has rejected Christ, and,
1: and Paul's expressing his unceasing anguish for them. Israel ha rechazado a Cristo, y Pablo tiene angustia por Israel. Right,
2: Paul tells us they had a zeal for God, but it wasn't according to knowledge.
1: Los israelitas tenían pasión por Dios, pero no era a través de la fe. Right, they had misplaced zeal. Habían, uh, no siguieron apropiadamente la fe. Right, they sought to establish a righteousness
2: of their own, and they missed the righteousness that comes through faith in Jesus.
1: Querían ser justos a través de la ley en vez de a través de Cristo.
2: And so that's what Paul did last week. He, he told us that righteousness is based on faith in Jesus, and not the
1: law. Entonces Pablo nos dice que la justicia viene a, viene a través de Cristo y no de la ley.
2: Right, so he tells us that, that righteousness comes not from,
1: uh, righteousness is to believe with your heart and, be to, and to be confessed with your lips. Entonces la es creer en tu y con tu boca. And he told us that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Y dice que todos los que llamen el nombre del Señor van a ser salvos.
2: So today what we're going to see is the big idea is that faith comes through hearing of the gospel.
1: Y la grande idea de hoy de este mensaje es de que la fe viene a través de escuchar el evangelio. This text is huge for understanding of how you were saved. Esto es muy importante porque ves como tú fuiste salvo.
2: And how your children, your family, your friends, your neighbors,
1: your coworkers will be saved. Y como tu familia, tus hijos, tu esposo, tus compañeros del trabajo pueden ser salvos. This is a a popular missionary text. Este es uh, un texto popular misionario. All right. And so, even think about this. How were you saved? How many of the people, how many of you guys were saved by someone sharing the gospel with you? ¿Y cuántos de ustedes fueron salvos a través de alguien que les llevó el evangelio right. a ustedes? We heard the gospel and we believed. Escuchamos el evangelio y tuvimos fe.
2: And even in my own experience, I had I had been to church a little bit growing up, but but I never heard the gospel.
1: Chris, en su experiencia, él creció en la iglesia, pero él nunca escuchó el evangelio.
2: And it wasn't until
1: I heard the gospel. Uh, it was at a young life camp in in June 1996 that I believed. Y no fue hasta que escuchó el evangelio que él creyó en un campamento de young life. And this
2: this chapter ten is an interesting contrast. With
1: chapters 8 and 9. Y el um, el número 11 es un contraste const, contraste del capítulo 9 y
2: 8. Ch- chapters 8 and 9 give us a, a behind the scenes of how how salvation happens.
1: El 8 y el 9 nos deja saber cómo pasa la salvación.
2: Right, we, in chapters 8 and 9 we see... God's plan for salvation, his divine foreknowledge in, in his
1: election. Right, we see that
2: God saves sinners. He has mercy on whom he'll have mercy. He has compassion on whom he'll have compassion.
1: Vemos que él tiene Y va a tener compasión con los que él quiere tener compasión. Right, we see his
2: sovereignty over salvation and how it's all dependent on his grace and mercy.
1: Vemos And now when you
2: get to chapter 10, we got no mention of predestination.
1: Y cuando llegamos al capítulo 10, vemos ningún, no menciona para nada la elección.
2: And what I think Paul is doing here for us is showing us how we're to share the gospel
1: with people. Y lo que nos está enseñando aquí, Pablo, es cómo llevar el Evangelio a la gente. Right, you don't tell Jesus, oh, repent, believe in Jesus, and, and you're going to respond if you're chosen. No le dices a la gente, oh, arrepiéntete y cree, y si eres escogido, Dios te va a salvar.
2: Right, all you do is simply do is you, you preach the gospel, and you, might ha, you have an understanding of how God works, but you let God do his work.
1: Entonces, lo único que hacemos es compartimos el Evangelio, y dejamos que Dios... Haga su trabajo.
2: And, right. And, and another cool thing that you see here in this, cha- in this chapter is that not only has God determined who he will save,
1: but he's determined the means by which he will save them. Y también vemos que no solo Dios sabe a uh, quién va a ser salvo, pero también en la manera en la que van a ser salvos.
2: Right. So faith comes through hearing and the way that they're going to hear
1: is through us. Entonces la fe viene a través de escuchar Y la manera que van a escuchar es por nosotros. So here's how evangelism happens. Paul tells us starting in verse 14. Entonces comenzando en el capítulo 14 aquí es como comienza la salvación.
2: And it's interesting how Paul does it. He does it in a,
1: a reverse order. He starts with the end thing first. Y Pablo aquí comienza, uh, va al revés. Comienza en el final y termina en el principio. Right, so he says, how then will they call on him in whom they have
2: not believed. And how are they to believe in him, in whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent?
1: aquel aquel So as I go through this, I want to go in the reverse order from what Paul did. Entonces, uh, cuando leemos esto, yo quiero ir uh, al revés, a la orden al revés de la que iba Pablo. Because I think what Paul's saying is, here's how evangelism happens. Porque Pablo aquí dice, aquí es como pasa el evangelio. The first thing that happens is a preacher must
2: be sent.
1: Lo primero que tiene que pasar es, uh, un evangelista tiene que ser mandado. Right? Someone needs to go to an unbeliever and share the gospel with them. Alguien tiene que ir con alguien que no cree. Y compartir el evangelio.
2: And and this is one of the major themes in all the in the New Testament,
1: is that God has sent his church into the world. Y vemos que Cristo ha mandado a su iglesia a los confines del mundo. Right, that God has sent you, his people. Dios te ha mandado a ti, a la gente de Dios. Right, in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, we have the great commission. En Mateo 28, vemos la gran comisión. Right, as you go, make disciples. Mientras que van, hagan discípulos.
2: In John twenty twenty one, Jesus says, As the Father has sent me, so I am
1: sending you. And Juan 20, 21, dice, Así como el Padre me envía a mí, yo los envío a ustedes. Right, so Jesus, the ultimate missionary who
2: is sent by the Father into this world, now sends you, Entonces, us. Entonces,
1: Jesús, el uh, misionario, supermisionario, nos manda a nosotros, a su iglesia. And so... We live at, in a special time in the history of the world. Entonces, vivimos en un tiempo especial en la historia del mundo ahorita. We
2: live in a special time between the redemption that has already been accomplished by
1: Jesus Christ on the cross. Vivimos en el tiempo que, de la, ya que ha pasado en la cruz, de la redención que ha pasado en la cruz.
2: And the future restoration when Christ returns and, and makes it all new, makes it all right.
1: Y la restauración futura que viene cuando Cristo regrese. And in the meantime, God has sent His church, all of His people in the world, as missionaries. Y por mientras, uh, Cristo nos ha mandado a nosotros a la iglesia, a los confines del mundo.
2: And I want to let you know that this is everyone. This is not just pastors. This is not just foreign missionaries that go, you know, to a foreign missionary.
1: This is everyone. Y este es para todos, no no es solamente para los pastores o los misionarios que van a otros países, es para todos en general.
2: So we're all in full-time ministry, mi, uh, ministry we just get paid from somewhere.
1: Entonces else. todos somos mine, mine uh, todos somos misionarios, pero solamente que nos pagan en nuestros trabajos. And so there's unbelieving people all around you and God has sent you to them. Entonces hay gente que no cree Todo alrededor de ti, y Dios te ha mandado a ti.
2: And if you're going to live all of life, all for Jesus, you have to see yourself
1: as sent. Y si vas a vivir tu vida, todo la vida para Jesús, tienes que pensar en ti mismo como que has sido enviado.
2: If you can see yourself as
1: sent, it changes everything. Si te puedes ver a ti mismo como que Dios te ha enviado, cambia todo. Right? So, so you come into every situation, okay, God has sent me and entonces en cualquier situación que estés, puedes pensar Dios me ha mandado aquí and it could be something so simple like I'm in the grocery store line God sent me here so now when that,
2: when the, the scan of the person who's checking you out is, is flustered and, and maybe even grouchy right it changes how you even treat
1: them. Y si el cajero que te está atendiendo a lo mejor está malhumorado, cambian la manera en que vas a hablar con él.
2: Right, it changes how you work. It changes how you treat your family, your extended
1: family. Y cambian la manera en que te comportas y cómo tratas a tu familia y tu familia uh, alejada. Right, God has sent me here to preach the good news. Dios te ha mandado aquí para compartir el evangelio. All right. So the second part of that is preach. Y la segunda parte es predicar. I don't know if you've ever heard this quote from St. Francis of Assisi. No sé si nunca has escuchado una cita de, ¿cómo se llama? St. Francis. De San San Francisco. St. Francis. Frances. There you go. And this quote is that we should preach the gospel always, and if necessary, use words. Y dice que siempre tenemos que compartir el evangelio, y si es necesario, usa las palabras.
2: Now the first part of that quote is true. We should preach the gospel always with our lives. Like People should see us and see that we're trusting Jesus. We're worshiping Jesus.
1: Y vemos en la primer parte de esta cita que tienes que vivir tu vida así, como estás dándole gloria a Dios. The second part of this statement is where Paul would have disagreement. Y la segunda parte es cuando a lo mejor uh, Pablo se hubiera, no hubiera aceptado esa segunda parte.
2: Because what Paul is saying, it's not, if necessary, use words. Paul is saying,
1: it is absolutely necessary to use words. Porque Pablo dice que no es, si es necesario usar las palabras, pero que si es necesario usar las palabras. Right? If you don't use words, you only get the glory, not God. Si no usas las palabras, te van a dar la gloria a ti y no a Dios. Right? They just see you and,
2: hey, he looks like a pretty good person and a pretty nice
1: person, a... a they, they have no idea why you're different. oh, So we use words to point them to Jesus, point them to the cross. Entonces las para o a Jesús right? de la cruz. I'm not good. God's been good to me. Entonces dirías, yo no soy bueno, pero Dios ha sido bueno conmigo. So preach in this, in this text is the word karyiso in Greek. Entonces, predicar en el griego es la palabra karyiso.
2: And what it means is to herald or
1: to announce. Y lo que quiere decir es anunciar o aroldar o anunciar. And herald basically was a living newspaper. Y cuando anunciaban, en esos tiempos, era como un periódico en vivo.
2: Heralds were the major means of uh, trans- transmitting news in the streets and in the marketplace in this time.
1: En estos días, los que anunciaban las noticias, era como, era la gente que se ponía en las marquetas a anunciar. Right, so the herald was the CNN news, or the Twitter update, or the Facebook status update. Entonces, estos, los que anunciaban, eran como las noticias CNN Esos días, so, o el Twitter, o el Facebook. so the word preach
2: here isn't doesn't mean that everyone's going to get up at a, on, at a, in a church
1: or and and preach the word. It's that, but it's more than that. Entonces la palabra predicar aquí no es que te vas a subir acá arriba y a predicar en frente de la iglesia. Eso es parte, pero es más.
2: Right, God's people herald.
1: They announce
2: the good news wherever they go. That's the preaching. Uh, Predicar
1: es cuando vives tu vida y predicas, anuncias a la gente. So
2: right, we go, we go, and we tell people, God, God, God loves
1: you, God died for you. En donde sea que vayas, que anuncias que Dios te ama y Dios ha muerto por ti. Right, we tell people, Jesus changed my life. Le decimos a la gente, Dios ha cambiado mi vida. Right, He loves you. He He wants to have a relationship with you. Dios te ama y quiere tener una amistad contigo. That's what a herald does. That's what a a preacher of the gospel does. Eso es lo que hace un anunciador, un predicador de la palabra de Dios.
2: And so you might ask, well, what do we preach? We preach the gospel. We, and gospel
1: means good news. Y a lo mejor te preguntas, si qué predicamos? Pues son las buenas noticias, es el evangelio.
2: Right, we tell them of the reality that, that God took on
1: flesh. He became a man. He, he lived a perfect life. De la realidad de que Cristo vino y se hizo carne y vivió una vida perfecta. Right, he died
2: the death we deserve to die.
1: Murió la muerte que nosotros que morir. For the forgiveness of sins. Para el perdón de los pecados. Right, and so faith comes through hearing that good news. Entonces, la fe viene a través de escuchar estas And you
2: know what? There's, there's, uh, there's. You don't necessarily have to say it in the exact way I said it. There's one gospel, but there's many ways to share that same gospel.
1: Y tú no lo tienes que hacer la misma manera que yo lo hago. Es solamente un evangelio, pero tú lo dices como tú sabes. Right, but the good
2: news is, you tell them who Jesus is. You tell them how he changed you, how he changed your life.
1: Solamente compartes quién es Jesús en tu vida y cómo ha cambiado tu vida.
2: And Tom Schrader, my pastor, uh, growing up, would always say this, that if, if you know
1: enough to believe in Jesus... You know enough to share about Jesus. Y su pastor de se llamaba Tom él dijo que si sabes lo suficiente para confesar que Jesús es salvador, sabes lo suficiente para ir y compartir a Jesús.
2: Right, so you might not be the best communicator. You might not have all the answers, but you can share that Jesus is God. He loves you. He died on the cross, and, and he changed my life. That simple, and as you do it, as you're faithful,
1: God will grow you in that. Y a lo mejor no eres el mejor en, en compartir, pero si solamente compartes tu vida y lo que Cristo ha hecho contigo, es lo, todo lo que necesitas. So I encourage you not to be scared. Trust God. Ask Him to help you. Entonces te animo a que no tengas miedo. Ora con Dios. Platica con Dios. And think about that. Not only has God uh,
2: chosen who He's going to save, but He's chosen the means by which He
1: will save them. Dios no solo ha escogido quién va a ser salvo, sino también la manera en la que van a ser salvo.
2: It's not your job to worry about who's in or who's not. You just preach the
1: word and God's going to use you. No es nuestro trabajo decidir quién es, quién es salvo y quién no. Es nuestro trabajo de ir y predicar las buenas nuevas. Think about that, that God's going to use you for his divine, eternal plan. Piensa en esto, en que Dios te va a usar a ti para su plan, we all want our lives to be meaningful, to be worth something, right? That's where we find our meaning, in Christ. Todos queremos que nuestras vidas val- valgan algo, y ahí es donde encontramos valor, en Cristo. All right, as we go down, we see that the preached good news must be heard. Y si vamos más abajo adelante, vemos que las buenas noticias tienen que ser escuchadas. And so the, the gospel
2: message must be heard and understood.
1: Tiene que ser escuchado y entendido. Have you ever struggled with how do I get someone to listen to me? Alguna vez te has pensado cómo voy a hacer que esta persona me escuche a mí?
2: Often when we we hear a message like this, we think, "All right, as soon as I get an opportunity, I'm gonna I got to share the whole gospel. I got to dump it all
1: out on that person." A veces cuando escuchamos un mensaje como este Queremos ir a encontrar a alguien y echarles todo el evangelio encima.
2: Right, we can get a little overzealous, and, and by the time uh, we're we're still
1: talking, people have already tuned us out. Y tenemos mucha pasión y vamos y decimos todo lo que queremos decir, pero esa persona escucha tanto que nos ignora.
2: And so this is one of the things I learned in Young Life, and what Young Life would say is that
1: if you want to be heard, if you want, and Young Life is a youth outreach organization. Y entonces Chris, él era parte de un ministerio que se llama Young Life, que es para los jóvenes adolescentes. And I worked with this organization for 11 years before I became a church planter. Él trabajó con Young Life por 11 años antes de que se hiciera un plantador de iglesia o pastor.
2: But one of their, their big mottos is, is that if you want to be heard, you need to earn the right to be heard.
1: Y una cosa que Young Life dice es de que si quieres ser escuchado, Tienes que ganarte el derecho a ser escuchado.
2: And so what, the power of Young Life and what they do is that they build genuine friendships, genuine relationships with teenagers.
1: Y lo padre de Young Life es de que hacen amistades genuinas con jóvenes adolescentes. Right, they don't t- treat teens like they're their projects that they're trying to change. They just love them and they share their life and, with the kids. Ellos no ven a los adolescentes como un proyecto que tienen que ir y cambiar. Ellos ven a los jóvenes adolescentes Con amor y quieren compartir el evangelio y la vida con ellos
2: and as modest and I were preparing we realized
1: the reason modest is here is because 13 years ago I earned the right to be heard with him y que hace 13 años cuando él me el so earning
2: the right to be heard with someone is that you you love them, you pray for them,
1: you help them, you serve them. Y cuando te ganas el derecho de compartir el evangelio, lo, lo amas a esa persona. Uh, haces una amistad y compartes la vida. Right?
2: That you're genuinely interested in people. They're not just your project to change, but
1: they're your friend to live life with. Que estás genuinamente uh, acompasionado de esta persona y que genuinamente quieres compartir a Cristo con ellos.
2: And so, Modest and I were joking and, and reflecting back uh,
1: 13 years ago, uh, I was trying uh, uh, to uh, get him to come to Young Life Camp. Y mientras que estábamos practicando, nos acordábamos que hace 13 años, cuando Chris quería que yo fuera a él con camp- al campamento,
2: and I heard every excuse in the book, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, my mom will miss me too much. It was the opposite way around. He was afraid
1: to miss his mama. Gee, thanks, Chris. (laughs) Y entonces lo que pasó fue que yo le daba muchas excusas y le dije, oh, si me voy, mi mamá me va a extrañar mucho. I got to take out the trash. I got to do my hair. Tengo que sacar la basura el jueves y me tengo que acomodar mi cabello. And then he said, well, I got to get a job. I don't have no clothes. I need to get clothes. Y le dije que necesitaba ropa porque iba a entrar a mi, a mi último año en la high school y necesitaba ropa nueva.
2: And so what I did was I went to all my friends. I was a, I was a poor college student at that time, and I had like eight roommates.
1: Y en esos días, Chris casi no tenía dinero porque uh, él estaba en el colegio y fue a platicar con sus amigos del colegio.
2: And I told all of them, all right, guys, come on, I got a kid that needs to go to camp. You better give up some clothes. And everyone gave up all their clothes. And I came to Modest with a huge
1: sack of clothes and took away every excuse. <laughs> <laughs> y entonces, uh, Chris llegó, fue con sus amigos y les dijo, Okay, quiero que este muchacho vaya conmigo al campamento. Les pidió ropa y un día llegó con una bolsona de, llena de ropa, de shorts y camisetas. like <laughs>
2: Mexican Santa
1: Claus. Se parecía al Santa Claus mexicano. <laughs> And I feel bad. Modest had like all these double XL shirts and everything, but man, he had some he had a lot of nice clothes there. como los amigos de Chris altos y yo soy más bajo en y las camisetas me llegaban hasta acá largas y los shorts largos.
2: But really, one of the ways I was heard by Modest is I earned the right. I was his I was his friend, and I helped him, and I and I built a, a relationship. And this is cool
1: because it's a friendship that will you know
2: for for all times, man. <laughs>
1: Entonces, uh, Chris aquí quiere decir que él se ganó el derecho de compartir el Evangelio y lo compartió conmigo. Y ya hemos sido amigos desde entonces, 13 años, y dice que para todo el tiempo. So, so I think
2: earning the right is, the, the
1: best way to be heard is just be people's friend. Y la mejor manera de ganarte el derecho de ser escuchado es, uh, haz una amistad con alguien.
2: And after you've earned the right, be heard, right? Just friends tell
1: people about their lives. Y cuando hagas una amistad, compartes con ellos tu vida y lo que Cristo ha hecho.
2: At the same time, I don't think there needs to be this huge this huge bridge that you need to get to before you tell them the gospel. I think all the way through there, you're pointing them to Jesus, and you're telling them uh, whatever they'll listen to, you tell them.
1: Y no tienes que cruzar un puente muy largo antes de contarles uh, acerca de Cristo. Yo pienso que durante... Esa amistad, vas a tener oportunidades de compartir. All right, the last two things he says is that the heard good news must be believed. Las últimas dos cosas que dice es de que las buenas nuevas tienen que ser cre- uh, creídas o tienes que tener fe. Right, so uh,
2: this is what he talked about last week, right? That the gospel is in your heart to be believed and believed
1: deep in the core of who you are. El evangelio tiene que estar en el centro de quien eres tú, muy en el centro de tu corazón. Right. And then
2: he ends the last one with that uh, this belief leads to us to call on God
1: for salvation. Y la último, lo último que dice aquí Pablo es que tenemos que llamar a Dios para la salvación.
2: So I think after you've shared the gospel with people, at some point there needs to be Will you respond? Will you believe? Will you call
1: on Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Entonces a lo último es irás a llamar tú a Cristo para la salvación. Le irás a llamar tú a Dios para que te salve. Right. So we 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 call people. We we ask them, Will you confess? Will you believe in Jesus? Entonces cuando compartimos con la gente les decimos, Vas a creer tú en Cristo. Lo vas a seguir. Lo vas a lo vas a amar. I
2: thought that was an interesting observation here. The fact that calling is after belief.
1: Right.
2: And I think Paul does this intentionally because many people
1: call on the Lord, but they don't believe. Y pero no tienen fe en Dios.
2: Right, we call on the Lord God. Help me, I wrecked my car.
1: Le decimos a Dios, Dios, ayúdame. He estado en un en un accidente automovilístico. Right, God help me. I lost my job. O oh, ayúdame, he perdido mi trabajo. Right, we, people call on God. My my marriage is a mess. God help me. O oh, mi matrimonio es es un desorden, ayúdame. So many people call, but they don't believe you. Entonces, mucha gente llama a Dios, pero no tienen fe en su corazón.
2: So, what I think Paul, the reason he orders it this way is because you
1: can't truly call on the Lord if you haven't believed in your heart. Entonces, aquí Pablo pone que llames a Dios después de tener fe, porque él quiere que tengas fe antes de que le hables con Dios. Right, so, belief must precede calling for it to be true calling entonces la fe tiene que venir antes de que hables a Dios. All right. And now in
2: verse, the second part of verse 15 is probably my favorite part of this whole section.
1: La segunda parte oh, de, de la versículo 15 es el favorito de Chris aquí. In verse 15 he says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. El versículo 15 en español dice, ¿Y quién predicará sin ser enviado? Así está escrito. Qué hermoso es recibir al mensajero que trae las buenas nuevas. Pero en inglés dice que los pies de los que llevan las buenas nuevas son hermosos. Is anyone grossed out by feet? A ti a lo mejor te, te dan asco los pies. ¿A quién le das con los pies? Right. Feet are nasty. Los They're pies stinky. son sucios y huelen mal. Sweaty, full of dry skin, calluses and bunions. se
2: descarapelan. <laughs> right? Feet aren't beautiful. Los pies no son muy elegantes. Right. Except for my little moza, She's got these cute
1: little feet. But even their little sweaty little things too. <laughs> except de mi de mi niña menor. Ella tiene los pies muy bonitos. Right. We we work really
2: hard to take care of our feet, to make our feet presentable.
1: Ah, uh, trabajamos duro para tener piezas uh, bonitos y que se miren bien. Right, even when I was on vacation,
2: I went and, and got my uh, my toes done. Chris, Chris, <laughs> no, well, estaba... I didn't get no hearts or polka dots or nothing.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Chris, cuando andaba de vacaciones fue a que le hicieron un manicure muy bonito. <laughs> I play basketball my feet my nails in particular
2: take a beating you know knocking in front of my in the front of my
1: shoes. entonces cuando está corriendo dedos grandes but we work
2: really hard to make our feet presentable what Paul's saying is you want beautiful feet right don't get a manicure don't get a new pair of shoes to cover up them stink, that stinkiness down there he's saying preach the gospel
1: Y entonces Pablo aquí lo que quiere decir es de que si quieres tener pies bonitos, no tienes que comprarte tenis nuevos, o ir a que te hagan las uñas muy suaves. Dice, ve y comparte el Evangelio. Right. preachers of the gospel are so precious that even their tore up feet are beautiful. Los predicadores del Evangelio son tan preciosos que hasta los pies que estén descarapelados son hermosos. And so I think Paul's point here is that preachers of the good news are beautiful people. Entonces, aquí el punto grande es de que los predicadores de la palabra de Dios son gente hermosa.
2: Right, so if you want to be a beautiful person, don't get a new wardrobe, don't get a new hairstyle, preach the
1: word. Si quieres ser una persona hermosa, no vayas y te compres ropa nueva, Un look diferente de cabello, pero comparte el evangelio. That's a powerful word for us because we spend a
2: lot of time trying to make ourselves attractive.
1: Y esto es grande para nosotros en esta cultura porque trabajamos duro para vernos bien.
2: I got a couple
1: quotes here uh, from John
2: Piper. I love the way he worded this.
1: Tiene dos citas aquí de, de un pastor que se llama John Piper. He says, "Beautiful feet are not soft, manicured,
2: painted, well-tanned feet. Beautiful feet are like the dirty, worn, wrinkled, leathery, scarred feet from many miles of trekking into re-
1: remote places with good news that could be not heard, be heard, in any other way." Dice, pies hermosos no son pies limpios, bien cuidados y pintados. Pies hermosos son pies arrugados, sucios y descarapelados de andar caminando en lugares remotos con las buenas nuevas que de otra manera no hubieran llegado ahí.
2: And he, he tells the story, I wish I could tell it well, but of this woman who had been living in this in this small vi- village doing missionary
1: work and her feet were, you know, disgusting. Y hay una historia de una mujer que vivía en un pueblo muy pequeño y sus pies estaban
2: muy feos. Right, he, t- he tells the story of of her feet being dry and and cracked, and the and she was wearing Birkenstocks, and the leather was coming between her
1: toes. Y traía, sus pies estaban uh, muy secos y descarapelados, y la los los aguaraches que traía le apretaban los dedos.
2: And he says what well, he saw, it, he realized that that's what the scripture means. Like those are beautiful feet.
1: Y entonces él se dio cuenta cuando vio esos pies que esto es de lo que habla la escritura. Esos son los pies hermosos.
2: I want to read another quote. He says, Bringers of good news are precious people, people of whom the world is not worthy, beautiful for their worn-out bodies in the service of King Jesus.
1: Y la segunda cita es esta, dice, Los que traen el Evangelio son personas hermosas, gente que se desgasta su cuerpo en el servicio del Rey Jesucristo.
2: Right. Let me just tell you, if you want to be a beautiful person, you don't necessarily have to go to a foreign mission field, although some may be called somewhere else, right, to another state, to another country. But if you want beautiful feet, you got to see that you're sent where you're at. God has you there, and you preach the Word.
1: Y Chris dice, si quieres ser una persona hermosa, no es necesario que tienes que ir a otro estado o a otro país muy pobre a predicar el Evangelio, pero lo puedes predicar aquí mismo en tu vecindario con tu familia. All right. Now we're going to move to this final section here starting in verse 18. Ahora vamos a pasar a la sección final comenzando en el versículo 18.
2: And what we see here is Paul's transitioning back to the
1: the problem of Israel. Y lo que vemos aquí es de que Pablo está haciendo una uh, está nos va a enseñar el problema principal con Israel.
2: And he's gonna, he's saying here is that the conditions have been met. For holding Israel accountable for their rejecting of Christ.
1: Y dice que las condiciones de Israel no es excusa para rechazar a Cristo.
2: Right, the gospel has been preached to them. They've heard it and they still re-
1: reject it. Los israelitas han escuchado la palabra de Dios, pero de todas maneras han rechazado a Jesucristo. So this is uh, Paul's case
2: to why Israel's unbelief is inexcusable.
1: Y aquí está porque el Israel que no tiene fe no tiene excusa.
2: You know, and, and right now we're like in this hard section about Israel and, and their rejection of the gospel, and I'm so excited for next week.
1: Ahorita estamos en una parte dura del evangelio, pero Chris está muy emocionada/emocionado de la semana que viene.
2: Because in Romans 11 we're going to see God's plan
1: for Israel. Porque en Romanos 11, vamos a ver el plan de Dios para Israel.
2: And that he's faithful to his promises to them.
1: Y que él es fiel a sus, promes- a sus promesas.
2: All right, so I don't want to get too much into it, but uh, I'm excited
1: for it. No quiere entrar mucho en eso, pero está emocionado. So here's Paul's case
2: to them. the Verse 18, he asks, didn't they hear the gospel?
1: Entonces, en el versículo 18, Pablo dice, pero pregunto, ¿acaso no oyeron?
2: Right? Have they not heard? He says, indeed they have. Their voice has gone
1: out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. Dice, claro que sí. Por toda la tierra se difundió su voz, sus palabras llegaron hasta los confines del mundo.
2: Right, so did they hear the gospel? Of course they did, right? Everywhere where there was a Jewish
1: people, the word had been preached to them. Entonces, donde sea que hubiera gente judía o israelitas, ahí también estaba el Evangelio. Right. The gospel went to the ends of the earth to them. El Evangelio fue hasta los confines del mundo.
2: Verse 19. Basically, well, didn't they understand it?
1: Versículo 19 dice, ¿Acaso no entendieron?
2: And he quotes two Old Testament passages, one from Moses and one from Isaiah.
1: Y aquí cita a dos pasajes del Antiguo Testamento, uno de Moisés y uno de Isaías.
2: And, and before I read it, what, he, what he's trying to say is, they should have understood it because they had the word, right? They had the
1: promises. Y entonces Pablo aquí dice, Israel tuvo que haber tenido fe porque aquí estaba la palabra.
2: So he, re, so he reminds them of those promises. Y les recuerda de estas promesas. All right. And finally, well, and so Paul quotes this, and here's the. This goes to show. This is important here. This just goes to show that you can know
1: the Bible and not know the God of the Bible. Y esto nos muestra que puedes tú conocer la Biblia y leer la Biblia, pero no conocer el Dios de la Biblia. Right? Didn't they understand? Well, they should have understood. They had the Scriptures. ¿Qué no entendieron? Pues tenían que haber entendido porque ellos tenían las Escrituras. All right, but they didn't understand who the God
2: of the Scriptures was.
1: Pero no entendieron quién era el Dios de las Escrituras. And
2: so we can make the same error. We can know, especially being people that come to church, you can know all, you can know a bunch of Scriptures, you can have them memorized and still miss the God of
1: the Bible. Entonces no, no hay que hacer ese mismo error. Nosotros podemos venir a la iglesia, leer la Biblia, Conocer versículos y no conocer al Dios de la Biblia.
2: And I love this final picture here in verse 21, that still we see God holding out his hands graciously to them.
1: Y aquí me encanta el, en el final, porque aparte, um, aunque Israel sea rebelde, Dios todavía está esperando con sus brazos abiertos. Right,
2: verse 21, he says, All day long I've held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people.
1: En el versículo 21 dice, en cambio, respeto de Israel dice, todo el día extendí mis manos hacia un pueblo desobediente y rebelde.
2: So despite their rejection of Christ, the picture is, is of Christ. He's before them. He's holding out their
1: hands to them. Y aunque rechacen a Cristo, Él está ahí todavía con sus manos extendidas esperando. He's saying, come, believe in me. Él dice, ven a mí, cree en mí. Call on me. Llámame a mí. All
2: right, he's offering his grace, his mercy, his love to
1: them still. Está ofreciendo su amor, su piedad a, a los judíos todavía. Right, it's this
2: picture of God saying, I want you.
1: Es, un, es una foto de Dios diciendo, yo te quiero a ti. Right, if
2: I was God, I'd say, well, forget you guys
1: then. Si yo fuera Dios, yo hubiera dicho, bueno, pues olviden, me voy a olvidar de ustedes. But that's not what God does. He's holding out his hands. Pero eso no es lo que hace Dios. Dios está esperando. And so, that same
2: picture of God holding his hands out to Israel is what God's doing to you. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he, he's holding out his hands. He's, he's been faithful.
1: Entonces, este mismo retrato de lo que Dios está haciendo con los israelitas, es lo mismo que está haciendo para nosotros. Él está esperando. Que tú te rindas ante Él. Right, he says, that there's the offer of of grace. If anyone would respond in faith to me, come to me. Si alguien quiere responder con fe, Dios dice, ven a mí. You know, he's saying, I want you. I love you. Te quiero y te amo. Right, and so we point people to that God, that God who's offering that free grace. Entonces a la gente le demostramos este Dios, el Dios que ofrece gracia gratuita. And so I... Uh, I'd, I'd warn you to not make the same mistake that Israel made. Right? Jesus is standing there. Don't tell him, no thanks, I'll
2: figure it out on my own.
1: Right?
2: Don't tell him, "No, I, I'm just going to kind of do it my way, but when
1: I get older, then I'll come to you. Right?
2: Don't tell him, you know what, I'm, I'm a pretty good person, so I think at the end he'll let me in.
1: No le digas, ah, pues yo yo pienso que soy una persona buena, so yo pienso que a lo mejor sí me deja entrar al cielo. Right, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Christ Jesus. Jesus es la luz y el camino, y nadie llega al Padre si no es por él. Let's pray. Vamos a orar.
2: Jesus, uh, we just pray, Lord, that you would help us Go, as we go here, and see ourselves as sent missionaries, Lord.
1: que, mientras que nos vamos, que tengamos esto en la mente, que somos misionarios toda la vida.
2: Lord, I pray that we would be faithful to the call, Lord. I pray that you would use
1: us to save sinners. Pido fe, que nos uses a nosotros para salvar a los pecadores. Lord, that, I pray that we would be a beautiful, precious people. Que seamos una gente preciosa y hermosa. Preachers of the Word. Predicadores de la Palabra.
2: Help us understand this whole thing, Lord. Help us not reject you.
1: Help us not miss you. Ayúdanos a entender, a no rechazarte, a no hacer el mismo error que Israel. In Christ's name we pray. En el nombre de Jesús.
2: Amen.